0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Evergreen Baptist Church, and we'd like to say hello to all of our church members, and we want to thank God for safety and hope everybody's doing well. Uh, the parking lot is all snowed in, and I thought it would be best if we not tried to uh, uh, slip and slide and get everybody towed out of here, uh, but I uh, hope everybody's doing well, and so uh, welcome. Here we go. Uh, now, this morning... I would just like to start things off by saying happy birthday to Linus Wee. Uh, Linus had a birthday yesterday, and so we want to wish him a happy birthday. Hopefully he's uh, got lots and lots of cake, and he, he got plenty of time to eat it. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, also I want to say hello to all of our church members if you're uh, tuning in. Uh, if you're not, um, we, we'll wait for you. <laughs> uh maybe, maybe it's time to get out of bed everybody <laughs> but no we uh, we're ready to go um and so i it's always uncomfortable to preach uh to a camera but i guess that's the way it goes and so and by the way happy val- valentine's day to everybody um i uh i i heard i heard uh, that farmers up here uh they celebrate uh, valentine's day do you hear what the farmer got his wife on, Val- on valentine's day hogs and kisses <laughs> okay I, that wasn't all that great right all right and anyway <clears throat> let's uh let's pray and uh, i want to preach a message for you today thank you for your faithful service to the lord and as you can see there's not a whole lot to do today other than just uh preach and teach and have a good day amen and So let's get started Heavenly Father today. Thank you for your blessings to us. Thank you for your continued uh, Mercy and compassion and thank you for the safety that is of the Lord And we don't trust in chariots and horses. We don't trust in our might We trust in the Lord and thank you God for giving us a wonderful day We pray that the uh, upcoming snowstorm will not be too severe and that we get back to normal uh, we pray that you'll bless also the service tonight, and we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, <clears throat> I have a little story to tell you, uh, true story yesterday. Uh, you know, we've uh, just almost coming up on, uh, let's see, 24 years. Uh, this this September will be our 24th year as Evergreen Baptist Church. And so yesterday, uh, I was at Home Depot getting some things um and so uh, we were loading up the truck, and the helper at Home Depot uh, came out to help me. And uh, so we got loading the sheetrock in there and getting things done, and I got done. And uh, I just wanted to invite him to church. And so what happened was um, I, I told him I was a pastor of Evergreen Baptist Church and that I'd like to invite him to church. And did he go into church anywhere? And he said no. But then he said this. He says... Um, did you guys used to have a church downtown? And I said, Yes, we did. And he said, Did you just, did you used to have a bus that goes by and picks up kids? And I said, Yes, we did. And he goes, um, Well, I, I, I rode that bus. This young man is 23 years old. He remembered our bus captain, and I tell you, it was so good to shake his hand. And so uh, I, I'm just praying that God would uh, uh, bless him and and get him back into church. You know. Uh, but, you know, young people today, if they don't have a church, I don't, know, I don't know what kind of hope they have, you know, without having a good church family. That, that's what makes life worth living and uh, walking with the Lord. So that was really a, a bright day, and so thank God for that. All right, let's take our Bibles now and turn with me, please, in the Word of God to Second Peter, chapter number 3. This morning's meshing, message is entitled, We we look forward we don't look backward Jesus tells us that we look forward now there's something to this especially in times of difficulty and trial and we know that the apostles had times of difficulty and trial and yet every one of them were looking forward and not concentrating on their failures or concentrating on their old lives and the Bible says, if we build again the things which we destroyed, we become a transgressor. So it's really important for us to realize that uh, as Christians, we always have something to look forward to, no matter what the situation is. And so th- today, let's go to Second Peter chapter number 3, verses 12 through 14, and we'll begin reading. In verse 12, it says, looking, looking for and hasting... in peace, without spot and blameless. So the Christian life is to be lived for the Lord, as we look for the Lord, and we look for the hastening of the day of God, and we look for the new heavens and the new earth, and uh, we look for such things. We're supposed to live our lives as ones that look forward to the future. So I I know that every Christian in this in this world has had times when they regretted things that were in the past. No doubt, all Christians have to be, um, uh, in order to be saved, you, to be a Christian, you have to be saved. And so in order to be saved, you have to put away a, an old man. You have to come from darkness to light. And so every one of us, if we're not careful, we can be consumed with the past. We can be consumed with problems of the present. And forget to look forward, look forward, always looking forward. And so this morning, uh, we have some examples of that in the Bible and in history. We have uh, some great people in this world that have uh, set their face and set their eyes forward, looking uh, for the Lord, looking unto a dream, looking for a goal that they were trying to accomplish, and setting themselves uh, in the direction of of that goal and setting themselves in the direction of accomplishing great feats and and maybe a character that they were seeking after. And it's amazing how wonderful it is that you can uh, look forward. You see, I've always said down through the years, it's not important to me how fast people travel uh, when they're going a certain direction. In other words, there's a lot of people that uh, they would like to serve the Lord, but they don't, they don't have the zeal maybe. They don't have maybe some knowledge, but yet they're pointed in the right direction. As long as you're looking forward to the Lord, it doesn't really matter how fast you're, uh, you're traveling toward God. In fact, the Bible says uh, you take a step toward the Lord. He, he takes a step toward you. You draw near to God and he draws near to you. So we have this, uh, uh, this, this reciprocation. Uh, I, I do believe, though, if you charged head full, right straight to the Lord, he would charge right straight for you at the same speed. God meets us. He loves to, to, to meet us as we go forward toward him. But it's not important how fast you travel and, and how, how fast you grow. What really matters is what direction you're, you're traveling in. And so all of us should be traveling in the right direction, going forward to the Lord um, and, and accomplishing something for him. I, I really set my mind a long time ago that I wanted to uh, do something for the Lord. I, I didn't know what he wanted me to do, but I, I was headed in the right direction. And I think that's the key for every Christian. As long as you're going in the right direction, you'll attain some distance which is pleasing to the Lord. So now we turn around and we're heading toward uh, 24 years now as Evergreen Baptist Church. I'm very, very happy with that. Now, let's take a look. uh, First of all, uh, as we look at a Bible character, Paul, let's go look and see what he said about going forward. Let's go to Philippians chapter number 3 in the New Testament, of course. And uh, we have his uh, testimony of how he... Uh, overcame things and he got saved he overcame all of his past and if there's one person in the bible that had something to look forward to it was the apostle paul um, and i believe that he was so uh, so apt to suffer and and he he handled it so well because he made a lot of other people suffer and then when it came for his time to suffer and uh, be persecuted uh, he took it very willingly didn't he Because he was going forward, not backwards. And then chapter number 3, verse 13 and 14 tells us how he felt. Let's go uh, to verse 13 of chapter 3, Philippians. It says here, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind And reaching forth unto those things which are before. So he was going forward in his Christian life. Verse 14. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So you can see what Paul, what drove him. And what Paul was uh, driving toward and always going forward. He, He never felt that his past should anchor him down and he his present wasn't ruined by the past his future wasn't ruined by the past and he was moving forward now this man moved forward at a rapid pace everybody could look to Paul as an example of what kind of Christian that we can be he was moving forward I like people that got a dream I like to be around people that are heading in some direction it's, uh, it's a terrible thing to try to follow somebody if they're dizzy and if they're traveling in circles like the, the man and his wife. They were on uh, vacation looking for a house and, uh, and, and the man, uh, he, he wasn't wanting anybody to give him directions and his wife was getting frustrated. And uh, she said finally to, to her, her husband, George, why don't you just admit it? We're lost he said, we're not lost. We're, we know. I know exactly where I'm going. Um, and uh, he says, no, just, just, just let me do this. And she said, no, we're lost. We're lost. And he, uh, she says, don't, don't you realize it? He said, no, I, I know right where I am. I'm, I recognize all this around me. He, she said, yeah, we've circled it three times. Listen, uh, people need to realize that if you're going forward, you have a sight, and you have a goal, and you're not traveling in circles. It's a wonderful thing to be a Christian because, you know, the Lord is leading us through the valley. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. And you know, he didn't get stuck in the valley. He didn't stay in the valley. He walked through it, and he came out the other side. Christian. It's really important that we look at the Apostle Paul. Look at, look at this now. Verse 14. I press toward the mark. Paul, uh, he worked hard at, at, at going forward. If there's anybody that should have been ashamed of his past, it was the Apostle Paul. He hurt people. He caused people to be put in prison. Uh, he had much to regret if, if he would concentrate on the, on the past. But that's not the Christian life God wants us to live. All, all of our failures and all of our mistakes and all the things that uh, would hold a Christian back are forgiven. And God wants you to go forward. Now think about this in history too. There's a, there's a man, that he was from Spain, um, and his name was Christopher Columbus. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I don't know the rest of that poem. I, but I, I think for sake of understanding, uh, in Italian it's pronounced Christof, Christopher Colombo. Uh, so I just want to get that straight. Uh, he should have been Italian, but he ended up Spain, Spanish. Anyway, he sailed to the Americas in 1492 and uh, under the Spanish flag, and that's when the uh, ships were made of wood, but the men were made of steel. <laughs> And, uh, boy, uh, I'm not sure that's exactly the way things are now, but he was a tough, tough guy. And they came to him and said, don't you think we ought to turn back? Don't you think that uh, we're going to fall off the end of the world? Back then, some people felt that it was a flat earth. Uh, He said, we sail westward. We sail westward. We sail westward. And he kept on, and he was going forward. And, you know, he believed that the earth was a sphere, and he believed in God, and he believed in the Lord Jesus, and uh, I think it was a wonderful thing what he did. He, he brought uh, a lot of truth back to Spain that the world, the earth, was not flat, and there's some people, I guess there's a whole society now that's a flat earth society. I think they're nuts. I think they're li- really absolutely insane. Anyway, that being said, it is wonderful that we have had people in history that went forward. And did you know that after Christopher Columbus, uh, after he found the Americas in 1492, took him, well actually, it took him more, I think it was a long time before he actually found the Americas, but uh, the the thing that we'd like to realize because he did that, is that he inspired other explorers to do the same thing? Then you had uh, Sir Francis Drake, and then you had uh, Magellan, uh, you had Balboa, uh, Ponce de Leon, you had all kinds of people coming over, and all these ship captains, and some which I don't even remember their names. Oh, there was Cortez, uh, there was Vancouver, uh, there's a lot of uh, ship captains that would explore. Uh, and, and and so because Christopher Columbus was such a, such a forward-thinking person, he brought other people over with that kind of thought. Now, a Christian that's going forward actually doesn't even know sometimes that they're leading others without even understanding why. Or, but if you walk with God, you're going with him. He leads us. We go with him. And we're always going forward. Jesus, Jesus is going to lead us through still through the waters he he leads us through storms we go through the valleys we go through the storms it's amazing what Jesus does he takes us and he says follow me because he's going forward forward into the future forward into success forward into uh, the blessings of God Christians we're going forward uh, we're not stuck in America here and, uh, with, with some kind of great big political problem that's never going to be resolved. We, we're not stuck in church where we're never going to have church again. Uh, we're not stuck with this bad weather. Guess what's coming right away? I, I guarantee you. In a couple of weeks, the sun's going to shine again, and we're going to have this snow melt off, and people are going to be all over the place like busy bees everywhere going forward, going forward. When I uh, was a little boy in Seattle, my brother Scott and I, we used to get uh, dropped off at the Lewis and Clark Theater down by the uh, SeaTac Airport. And we used to watch old movies, you know. Uh, we got to see Jungle Book. We got to see uh, Charlie the Lonesome Cougar. And we got to see, uh, oh my goodness, uh, there was a lot of them. Uh, uh, then, then, then there was we got to see the Green Beret with John Wayne and all those old-timey movies. And uh, we'd sit and eat popcorn in the Lewis and Clark Theater. I really didn't know much about Lewis and Clark when I was a little boy, but they had the pictures of all their travels all over the movie theater, and it was a very, very popular place. And then as I got older, I realized what happened to Lewis and Clark. Thomas Jefferson told them uh, he, he uh, sanctioned their trip uh, it, it, w- it was quite a trip. It was 4,000 miles one way almost uh, with all the switchbacks, and then, then they had to uh, go to the uh, Pacific Ocean, come all the way back to Missouri or back to D.C. and report, and it was a tremendous journey, and uh, some people don't realize all the things that they had to go through, but they went west, and uh, they, they continued on and on, and they went forward. And they were, uh, they were deprived of many things that, that uh, normally uh, we, we take for granted. They didn't have any cell phone. They didn't have any electricity. They didn't have a car. They, they had uh, horses and mules, and no doubt they had a musket. And they took off, and, and they went, and, and they became uh, heroes of American history, Lewis and Clark. And there's an interesting thing about that. Uh, Lewis and Clark expedition, they met up with uh, a fellow that had a wife by the name of Sacagawea, I think there was about 45 men uh, that started, and uh, he didn't want anybody uh, with him that had a family, these guys were, uh, for the the most part, single, and then they uh, ended up with this, um, an Indian woman named Sacagawea, Uh, she gave birth to a son on the trip, you know what they named uh, Sacagawea's son? You won't hear this in public school. John Baptist. They named their son John Baptist. In French, it was uh, Jean Baptiste, but that means John Baptist. They named their son John Baptist. I love it. And in our church, if there's ever a question uh, that has a hard time being answered, the answer is always John the Baptist. So what's the name of Sacagawea's son? John John Baptist. Baptist. That's true. That's true. I like John the Baptist. Why? He pioneered. He went forward. He went out into the wilderness, and he made the path straight, and he preached, and and, and God blessed him, and he got to baptize Jesus. Talk about going forward. Now, let's look at uh, Titus chapter number 2. Here's something we need to remember. God wants us pointed in the right direction. Are you pointed in the right direction today? Are you going in the right direction? Are you going forward? Uh, Let's let's remind ourselves what what Paul said in in other places. He's he's very serious about that. Looking forward and forgetting those things which are behind. Let's go to Titus now. Titus chapter number 2 and verse number 13. Titus 2 and 13 looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great of the great god and our savior jesus christ god was telling us that we should look forward paul told titus look forward looking forward that's what we're supposed to do as christians look forward uh, you know, if I look backwards, I can, I can uh, find good reason to quit. I can find that uh, I don't uh, have any you know, encouragement. If I want to be discouraged, I could look backwards. I could look around, and I could, uh, I could see somebody in the ditch. Uh, I could see somebody that failed. I could see somebody that quit church, quit reading their Bible. I could find all kinds of reasons to hold me down And you and I, we can find people that we're related to. We can find all kinds of reasons, excuses. That's not looking forward, though. Looking forward. Looking. Looking forward. Looking for that blessed hope, the Bible says. Now let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12. In Hebrews chapter 12, we see this wonderful attitude that God's trying to instill in all of us Christians. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2. Again, looking forward. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set, notice, before him. He was looking forward. that The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Why did Jesus go through all he went through? Because he knew up ahead there was a a reason for him to go through it. He knew that he had to endure the cross. Because after the cross, he was looking forward to the the time that he would spend after the resurrection. He knew that he could go through the cross because of what was before the cross. What was was after it. So he knew as he was coming up to the cross. He knew that one day we would be... uh, uh, gathered together with him in glory. He he knew that one day there would be a rapture. He knew that one day uh, there would be an America. He knew that one day there would be the Bible being printed all over the world. He knew that for 2,021 years that the gospel would be preached. He knew that. That's why he went to the cross. He was looking forward. Thank God for the Lord Jesus. Now, let's go to Jude, the book of Jude, right before Revelation. There's another wonderful verse that that tells us how to look and what what direction we are going in. Look at Jude uh, chapter 1, of course, verse 21. It says, Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Looking unto him, looking for mercy, looking for the blessed hope. Jesus looked forward. Did you know the Bible says that he set his face toward Jerusalem? He, he set, he, it's almost like he locked himself in to the, to the goal and went straight to Jerusalem knowing everything that was going to happen to him. He set himself forward. He didn't go back to uh, Nazareth and, and stay there. He didn't go back to Egypt and stay there. He didn't go back and stay in Bethlehem. He went forward to Jerusalem knowing that he would be arrested. He knew that he was going to be on trial. What a champion. What what an incredible, incredible person that we have been given in the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at John chapter 17 for just a minute. John chapter 17. <clears throat> and in John 17, verse number 1 through 4, he says, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven. He, he, he literally prayed with his disciples, but he looked up into heaven. He looked up and with his eyes toward heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. <clears throat> and this is the is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on earth, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And yet... At that particular time, he had a little more work to do that by far is not little at all. But he finished the work that God gave him to do and now in John chapter 17, he's, he's telling God, I'm ready to die. I'm ready to go to the cross for you. He looked forward to the day he was resurrected. He set his face in Luke 9, 51. He set himself toward... In Isaiah, let's go back to the Old Testament. I like what the, the prophet said about him being determined to go forward. And by the way, Christian, you shouldn't stop serving God ever. You should never have a time where you say, I don't want to serve God anymore. That's not the way we live. That's not the way, that's not the way we, that's what the world does. The world gives up and quits. They say, okay, I've done enough. Now, time out. I'm going to go. That's enough. No, no. No, no. That If, if a person stops and the Bible says uh, that God, he notices people, if they draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in them. It's not a hard thing to keep on going. It's a hard thing to keep going quickly and fast and, and, and run yourself ragged. But as long as you're going in the right direction... I tell everybody in the church, but if you look at if you look at history, the tortoise won the race. <laughs> the tortoise won. I don't know where they got that race from, but you know uh, the rabbit, the hare, he ran around crazy. He ran out of gas, but the, the tortoise kept going. Slow and steady won the race. Keep trucking. Keep going. The Bible says, go the right direction. Look at Isaiah chapter 4 number 50, verses 6 and 7. It says here, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know That I shall not be ashamed. Jesus went forward to the cross. What a champion. There's not anybody in this world. I don't care who they are. I don't care how famous. I don't care what what kind of a a leader they are. There's nobody like Jesus. There's never going to be anybody like him. There never was anybody like him. There isn't anybody like him right now. He's our champion, he's our guide, he's our shepherd, he's our God, he's our Lord. And he went forward, he never quit. I'm mighty thankful of the great history that we have in our country. We've had some great military leaders, we've had great judges, we've had great uh, orators, and we've had great educators, and we've had people, in fact the people that gave us our Bible, some of them knew five and six languages before they were out of grade school if you look at these people that gave us our bible I'm glad they didn't quit I'm glad they kept going forward and they translated our bible just like God wanted it and they gave us this word of God in the English language some of them died doing it some of them were persecuted some of them were martyred Uh, the way that they uh, gave us our bible thank God for that but nobody can hold a candle to what Jesus did for us. Look at Hebrews chapter number 11 and we'll be finished today. Are you going forward today? Are you moving in the right direction? Surely <clears throat> everybody has their own pace. And that's not to be, <clears throat> that's not to be belittled. We're, we're, not, we're not to be belittling people who might not uh, go at the same pace. Listen, (laughs) you know, when I was in high school, we had some real tall guys, and uh, these guys were tall and lanky and real long legs, and they had big, huge lungs, and they ran cross-country. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever tried to run cross-country with short legs. That's probably not. The sport you want to be in. I tried it. It'll kill you. But I haven't given up. Those guys are already across the finish line. <laughs> they're first in state. They got gold medals and blue ribbons and and uh, they're looking back and uh, oh yeah, there comes Shaver. He's he he might make it. Well, listen, I got to tell you, our. Our old pastor, Pastor Fisher, he was given the award one year, Marine of the Year, Marine of the Year, out of all the Marine Corps. He ran, I don't know how long he ran, it was a long race, he ran it, and I think at the end his ankle was broken, and he ran the rest of it on a, on a, a severely injured ankle, And all the way through up to the finish line, there was people on either side of the finish line, the the pathway, just hollering and encouraging him to keep going. Gut it out, Fisher. Gut it out. Keep going. I'll never forget that illustration. And sometimes I reach down and I I imagine people, don't quit, Tab, don't quit. I said, okay, I won't. Hey, we're compassionate, so great a cloud of witnesses. Hey, keep going. Keep going. You're going in the right direction. Is it this way? Yes. Is the finish line up here? I'm tired. I can't even see. Sweat's coming to my eyes. My muscles are aching. I want to die. Does anybody have a drink of water? Does anybody have a rocking chair? Does anybody have a cushion? Hey, don't quit. Keep going. Keep going. You're going the right direction. Keep going. Keep keep the Bible. uh, Keep believing. Keep going to church. Keep praying. You're going in the right direction. Hallelujah. Look at all these people. Hebrews 11. I won't go through the whole chapter. We're going to finish. Look at verse number 8. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. He went out not knowing whether he went. And by faith sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. And look now, verse 10, he looked, he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He's going the right direction, wasn't he? You know, if you uh, stay in church, you're going the right direction. You believe in God. You pray, you keep your nose in this Bible like a good soldier, you keep keep looking at the, at the blueprint of life here, making sure you're on the right direction, you're going to be fine and dan- you're going to be a success. And one day, you too, you'll be crossing the finish line. I know I'm going the right direction because Jesus is my Savior. And today, I just hope that you don't get discouraged at your speed, but just make sure you're heading in the right direction. Looking forward for the Lord. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, this morning, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be encouraged today out of your word. We thank you for our church members. And we pray, dear Lord, that all over the country, whoever's listening to this uh broadcast out in the internet Lord that you'll bless them and I pray that you'll bless your churches all over America from California up to the Canadian border and over the border in missionary lands all over the world overseas we pray from the west coast which really needs help Lord all the way to the east coast I pray you'll bless America and help us to Make sure we're going in the right direction for Jesus. And we pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Now this morning before we go, I just want to make sure that if anybody's listening and you've never received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I must say you're heading in the wrong direction. But if you ask Jesus to come into your heart and you trust Him and you call upon His holy name, And you believe in him and you ask him to be your personal savior. The Bible says, whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I just want to encourage you. Many people in the world are going the wrong direction. And all it takes is to repent. And turn around and ask Jesus to come into your heart. Thank you for listening and we'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock. God bless you.